Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today is a big milestone man for round 18 in the Host Plus Sandful League. It is North Adelaide Premiership forward Keenan Ramsey, who will bring up game number 150 against Sturt at Prospect on Saturday. Keenan, uh, I guess it's a huge milestone, but it's also going to be a huge game in the context of the season for your beloved Roosters. Yeah, it is, um, Zach. Obviously, a must-win game for the footy club to keep our final uh, hopes alive, but also, uh, I guess, great uh, personal milestone um, to bring up the 150, um, particularly here at Prospect Oval as well. Should also say happy birthday to you, mate. Uh, 27 today, so um, it's all happening this week for you. It is. I, um, yeah, very sport this morning from my beautiful wife, so um, a little bit of breakfast in bed, which was uh, very lovely to start the day. <laughs> what was on the menu? Uh, we had banana bread and coffee, so um, yeah, great start to the day, and hopefully great start to the week, and uh, it'd be great to yeah, obviously celebrate 150 games with a win and another shot at uh, another finals campaign. Indeed, it will be for you. Um, let's wind back the clock. Uh, Air Peninsula, tell us exactly where you were from on Air Peninsula and what footy was like for you growing up as a little kid. Yeah, I hailed from Port Lincoln, um, played my junior footy uh, at Marble Range, but I actually started at the Boston Football Club for uh, one or two years because my older brother was out there. He had a few mates that were playing uh, at that footy club at the time and as you do when you're younger you want to play with your mates and mm-hmm. uh, so he went out there and I was four years younger so I used to nip around at training and back then it was under 11s um, so he was obviously 10 um, yep. and I was six running Jesus. around at training kicking the footies around and that sort of thing and then uh, yeah my, my dad had played at Marble Range and um, we moved there uh, where I started under 10s and sort of worked my way through uh, through the country program uh, through the Port Magpies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously come over to Adelaide for school uh, back in 2012, played at the Port Magpies in under 16s and 18s and then sort of just progressed my way through there and um, a few years at the Crows and then yeah, now at so, you're skipping uh, along quickly, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, what uh, What was footy like for you back on Air Peninsula? They must have been good days out, uh, the local Marble Range Footy Club, and no doubt, so you play your game and then you go and um, have a pie and a Coke and you might might do the boundary and watch the A-grade and the like? Or? Yeah, for sure. So, um, oh, as... You probably know country footy. Um, that's what everyone sort of does on the weekends. So we'd go out to Wongaree, which is obviously a 30-minute drive out of town, and okay. you'd play uh, under 10s and then keep your footy gear on all day, run around in your boots. Um, water boy for the under-17s, B grade and A grade, um, and then stay at the footy club that night, uh, Yeah, run around with your mates, and then... Uh, mum and dad would be saying it's time to go and you fall asleep in the car on the way home so um, yeah that was great memories um, a little bit different here in, in the city but yeah. um, 
I was lucky a few weeks ago with the buy. was able to get back and okay. see um, the A-grade play, which um, they've been playing really well the last few years with a few flags. So it was good to just go back there and see the guys that you sort of grew up with and the volunteers that have been there since you were uh, 10, 11 years old. So, um, yeah, great memories. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. You went back for a look and how did they go? Yeah, they got got the chocolates uh, by a couple of points, so they're mm-hmm. sitting top um, at the moment. Uh, mm. But yeah, they've won the last two yeah. two premierships, so yeah, uh, the club's flying at the moment, which is great to see. Indeed. Um, would you ever entertain playing back there one day when you finish up at North Adelaide, or it's obviously a bit tough given the the distance factor? Yeah, it's sort of. The, the travel logistics make it a little bit tougher uh, mm. than if they were obviously you, you held closer to Adelaide. So yeah, uh, it would be it would be good. Um, so we'll see what happens. Never say never. Yeah, oh, very good. Um, and then, so as you touched on, you made the Port Adelaide squads um, in the juniors, and then came up to here in Adelaide uh, school at Sacred Heart. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yep. So, um, come through the under 15s, under 17s, um, Port Magpies country zone. Um, mm-hmm. Funnily enough, Jacob Surgeon, our senior coach here, he was the talent development manager at the time for Port. So, I've known yeah, right. Surgeon now for um, a fair while. And then, yeah, so I come over to Sacred Heart, uh, boarded for yeah three years, 10, 11, and 12. Um, and to Port Adelaide's credit, um, used to travel three days a week out to training. Um, they put a lot of time into us country players that were over here in Adelaide boarding. Yeah. Um, financially as well, like um, numerous cab charges to, to get us torn from training. And mm. um, yeah, forever grateful for the amount of effort they put in. No, that's brilliant. That's really good to hear that sort of stuff. And uh, a lot of that goes unrewarded. So good on you for giving it a mention. Um, uh, it must have been tough for you at that age to make the call to leave Air Peninsula and come over here to the big smoke and, and I guess, uh, yeah, live your new way of life. Yeah, I, um, I was a little bit fortunate. My uh, dad had come uh, over to board at Sacred Heart purely just for year 12 um, when he was going through schooling and mm-hmm. uh, one of his best mates um, has a son who's uh, my age and was my year so we grew up together uh, every time we'd come to Adelaide we'd catch up and that sort of thing and funnily enough uh, like I said we were the same year he was actually my best man in my wedding at the start of the year as well so okay. we're, um, we're really good mates uh, as well so uh, I, I sort of had that relationship with him. Uh, I'd hung out with him and his mates uh, who also went to Sacred Heart throughout my teenage years. So I sort of knew a few of the day students when I when I did come um, over for school. Yep. Uh, so that I was lucky in that respect. And also with, uh, obviously, the footy side of stuff, I knew some players out at the Magpies at that stage. And, um, yeah, I was just was really grateful for the opportunity that mum and dad um, were able to put me through boarding school. Obviously a huge, hugely financial decision and, um, mm. yeah, forever grateful. 
And then 2014, you were able to be a part of the championship-winning South Australian under-18 team, which was a, uh, a memorable one, considering it was back-to-back, having won 2013 as well, and some, some really great players. And, and once again, as a hallmark under coach Brenton Phillips, everyone just played their role. There were no standout superstars, were there? No, we, that was a great uh, experience. You look at um, the side we did have and... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of lot of talent there, both at AFL level, but also state league level. Um, the likes of Ryan Burton, Alex Newborn, who just played his 150th, mm. uh, Caleb Daniel, uh, Harrison Winku, I'm here at North playing with and one of my great mates. So uh, that was that was great fun. We had an awesome time, and uh, yeah, to win it as well was even special. Yeah, it certainly was. And then put on the Adelaide Football Club rookie list uh, in 2015 and made your Sample League debut that year in round one, ironically against North Adelaide at Prospect. Yeah, I was uh, super grateful to be picked up by the Crows. It was funny, I, I was a mad Port Adelaide supporter. Um, <laughs> so they picked up by the Crows, I was uh, yeah super grateful. And uh, Phil Walsh... Uh, was it albeit only a short period of time? He he taught me so much as a young person and as a player. Yeah. And uh, I was lucky because Phil had come from Port Adelaide and I'd come through the Port Adelaide system as well. Yeah, his game plan I was able to pick up uh, pretty quickly as um, a young player, purely on the basis of he was um, implementing a lot of stuff that. Port had been doing so okay. um, I was lucky in that respect that I was able to pick it up uh, relatively quickly and um, yeah played my first game of um, Sanford League footy here at Prospect against North Adelaide and uh, yeah actually got Cameron Craig holding the ball and <laughs> kicked my first goal my first kick so that was that was great and um, played obviously played with yeah, Harrison Wigan that in the first game as well it was extra special. Do you remind Craigie of that one? Oh, every now and again, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, we have good battles at training. Obviously, he plays in the uh, in the back fifty, and I'm up in the forward fifty. So when it's uh, yeah, a little bit of game player, I do just rub that in a little bit. That's <laughs> oh, a good memory, excellent. And then, so two years on the list there at West Lakes. Um, Weren't able to quite make your AFL um, debut there, but how would you describe the two years that you spent it um, with the Crows, Keenan, and, and what sort of role has that played in your development as a footballer? <clears throat> yeah, oh, it was a great two years to experience uh, professional football, and I was uh, <clears throat> probably got a few little injuries at, at the wrong wrong time, and um, yeah. I, who knows um, what could have happened, but I guess it showed what um, level you had to train and uh, I guess apply yourself to to get the best out of yourself. Um, mm. I, looking back, um, Rory Laird, it's no surprise he's uh, playing the way he plays, like the way he went about his recovery, his footy, his training. Um, yeah, it's that's one that really does come to come to mind when I do reflect on my time there. So mm. uh, not only 
my footballing, but also uh, my professional career sort of sparked my interest in football admin and sports admin. So that's sort of the path that I have uh, yeah, travelled down, which um, has been great. Well, that's good to hear that, um, yeah, you got benefits on and off the field. And we'll chat about your role with the Roosters in a minute. But, um, yeah, you obviously finished your time there at the Crows and then had a pretty um, significant decision to make because, obviously, uh, Port Adelaide was in a very different format um, by the time you were delisted and um, uh, obviously under the AFL alignment. So uh, I guess you had a decision to either potentially go back there or you go to a, a Sanford club in its own right and um, no doubt there were quite a few clamouring for your services but uh, why did you arrive at North Adelaide? Yeah obviously with the Magpies being affiliated with Port I sort of had free reign. Um, I know Luke Partington was the year below me and we come through the country ranks together and he was at Norwood. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Cotton was at Norwood at the time who I'd spent a um, year at the Crows with while he was a development coach. Yep. Uh, Hocking was out at South Adelaide who was obviously coaching at the Magpies when I was coming through as well. Mm. Um, but one of my good mates, um, Ryan Burton, was obviously a North Adelaide junior. Um, I'd, we hung out together uh, coming through school and all that sort of thing. And, uh, he'd obviously hang out with the North guys, so I'd Knew a few of them, um, having a few days at the races and, and that sort of thing. So I just, uh, yeah, seemed to get along with them well. Uh, yeah. Knew a few knew a few guys that had um, been at the Magpies as well. Sam Gordon was here. Oh, yes. Um, so, uh, and then I guess once I sat down and had a chat with um, Kari and Greg, it just yeah, seemed the right fit and, um, yeah, I was very happy to make the decision to to join North, albeit that uh, they hadn't won uh, too many games uh, at that stage. Um, you could sort of see what they were building, and um, mm. yeah, it, it was great. And it certainly built very quickly because 2018 was an incredible year, not just for North Adelaide, but the competition as a whole to see something <laughs> unfold as it did, obviously going from bottom to top and, and obviously winning the flag from fifth spot, which uh, hasn't happened too often. So uh, it is quite rem- remarkable when you look back on it, isn't it? It is. Um, and then you look back at 2017, we did uh, either come last or second last, but we probably lost eight or nine games under 10 points. So okay. The writing was sort of on the wall there that we had been pretty competitive. We just, yeah. uh, being a young group, weren't able to hold on to the games or um, yeah, hold those key moments. Um, so 2018, uh, obviously myself, Tanner Smith, we're new to the club in 2017. We got Aidan Tropiano as well, um, Jared Allman. So there was a few inclusions uh and yeah, look, when you're when you're young and um, playing free football, anything yeah. can happen. And um, yeah, look, I think the once we beat South uh, in the elimination final, uh, the confidence was there that we could beat anyone. South um, were probably one of the better teams that year, and lost a few late, which sort of yeah. affected their ladder ladder position. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, once we once we beat them, we obviously also then had. Jordan Sweet, uh, Connor Rosie, and 
uh, Boyd Woodcock, who were young 17, 18 year olds who come in, played their role exceptionally well, and mm. um, we've seen what they've been able to do since. Yeah, indeed. It was an incredible final series, and like as you touched on there, the, the depth throughout the five teams that were in there was incredible um, to have you and South Adelaide as the elimination finalists that year was uh, probably spoke volumes. But um, the day itself, uh, what's what's the greatest memory that you come out of uh, on the when you managed to upset Nord? Uh, I reckon looking back, uh, Boyd Woodcock kicked the goal. Uh, I think start of the third quarter down the southern end of the ground and the noise was that deafening um, from the 41,000 uh, we'd had there mm. uh, you could barely hear each other on the field um, talking so that that's uh, a great memory but uh, I reckon when uh, Sam McInerney kicked the goal uh, late in the last quarter we uh, the runner come out to me and said go behind the ball and that's sort of when we knew that uh, yeah, we probably had won it. So yeah, uh, yeah. great, mem- great, great memories, and you know I've been lucky enough to play in a few other grand finals, albeit the result not going our way. But mm. um, only two teams get to play each year in the grand final, and it's been yeah, great memories, even though um, we haven't won them. Yeah, well, at least you've been on the right side of one of them at least, so you'll always be able to take that with you and, and an incredible one at that, that's for sure. Um, no doubt that's what's still driving you, mate, at age 27 and 150 games now as of Saturday. And, and um, yeah, there's still still room for more because you've got a very strong squad on paper, but for whatever reason, just haven't clicked this year, chiefly to, due to some injury issues throughout the year to the whole squad. Yeah, look, um, once you do experience it once, uh, it's a feeling that you want everybody on the list or everybody that plays footy to experience. So mm. that's definitely a, a driving factor. Um, we've got some guys that yeah have played in two losing ones now from 2020 and 20, uh, 22 last year that uh, weren't a part of 2018. So yeah. you want them to experience the winning feeling and uh, I guess what goes on after after winning one. Um, but yeah, look, this year's been a little bit frustrating um, in terms of injuries to to myself as well, but also uh, mm. the squad. We've um, just had injuries at the wrong times to some key players. Uh, yeah. where last year, we were very lucky with injuries. I think we only played 36 players for the year, which really yeah. is unheard of at sample level. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this year's been a little bit more challenging on that front, but hopefully um, we get a few bo- few boys back, um, Campbell Coombe, Lockie Wilsden, um, this weekend. And, yeah, look, if we win, anything can happen. We've seen it happen in 2018, coming from yeah. the fifth, so there's no reason why um, can't happen again. And it's a big one against the Double Blues at Prospect because you, you do need to win it to assure that spot in fifth. Yeah, totally. And serve them one of the better sides all year, so um, it'll be a great game. Obviously, the 150th um, makes a little bit more 
uh, special and it would be great to get a win. So uh, last game at Prospect Oval, uh, we're looking forward to it. And in your role there at Prospect as well, you've been busy helping get things organised for the the last home game of the year. I know you previously had a position as the uh, Sample W Footy Ops Manager, but um, what what are you currently engulfed in now, Keenan? Yeah, so I was uh, uh, Women's Footy Manager there for uh, season 2021 um, and or 2021-22 uh, Sample W Women. We were uh, able to win both the Development League and the Sample W um, League Premierships, which is which is great. Uh, and then I've moved now into the finance and operations space um, at the football club, so finance and ops manager at the moment, um, which has been great. Uh, working closely with Craig Burton, our CEO, and um, I guess we've got two venues: the Northern Tavern, uh, the Grand North, as well, and uh, our newly renovated pavilion, which. Uh, has been a great space. Game days uh, open Thursday and Friday night for bistros. Mm. Um, it's been fantastic. So um, really enjoying my time here. How's the pavilion been tracking early days? Because I know so it was only sort of unveiled in round one this year. So it's all still pretty fresh, shiny, and new. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a, a year of learning. I think is um, a good way. Uh, to explain it, we yeah. we sort of had the cafe open there for a little while, but um, obviously not being on Main North Road or Prospect Road, it's a, it's a bit harder. Um, yeah, the foot to, traffic. To get the foot traffic, and uh, we all know how well known Prospect uh, Road is for coffee, with obviously Chibol and uh, Cotto and the like. So uh, we sort of moved to the bistro on Thursday night and Friday nights, but mm-hmm. the main the main space we, we sort of want to work with is um, functions and weddings and that sort of thing. It's a beautiful space. Yeah. Um, it's got, obviously, overlooking the oval, overlooking the Adelaide Hills as well. So it's, um, yeah, hopefully it can start picking up in the next uh, 12 to 18 months and, um, yeah. It's uh, going to be great. Well, good luck with it, Keenan, in your role there at North Adelaide, both on and off the field. Wishing you all the best for your 150th Host Plus Sample League game against Sturt at Prospect on Saturday. And, uh, yeah, thank you for your time on Sample Radio. No, I appreciate it, Zach, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to the weekend.